welcome to the Nibiru Rapture. I'm Lucy and the, the GM. And this week we have, um, I, it's just another game. It, we're playing Lancer, um, a modified version of Lancer effectively. Um, and we are, well, the players are in the Nibiru organization. Oh, God. Do you need a minute? I'm... We might just have to start this all over. <laughs> it's okay. You don't, you, normally, you don't normally give them the, a spiel every time. Yeah, you don't. I don't. I usually just let you guys power. introduce yourselves, and I'm like, well, we just you finished didn't... the first arc. I gotta say something. Um, you can. But... You can add that in post. It's up to you. Yeah, like, it's... you can you can pre-write something and throw it in post. I'm like basically just saying... This is the Nibiru Rapture. I'm Lucian, and now, um, starting from the top of the order... What's up? I'm Carter. I use they-them pronouns, and I play Alamody, who uses... Wait, no. Fuck! God! I got my own pronouns wrong! No, it's my fault. I haven't taken my meds today. Um... Hi, I'm Carter. I use they-he pronouns, and, um... Alamody is the character I play, and they use they-them pronouns. Follow me on Twitter at cb underscore romcom. Hi, my name's Ian. I use they-them pronouns, and I play Dolcia Quinn, who uses she-her pronouns. You can't follow me. Cool. I'm Danny. I use they-them pronouns, and I play Mads, who uses she-her and you can follow me most places at um, Astro Cassette. Ding. Hello, I'm Al. I use she/her pronouns, and I play Elian Davies, who uses he/him pronouns. Uh, you can follow me at Septasketch, or you cannot. It's the choice is yours. I made the mistake of not saying my pronouns. Hi, I'm Lucy, and I use they/them pronouns. But, um. I play every other character, and so those pronouns are infinite. <laughs> um, and you can follow the uh, the podcast's Twitter at um, at the Nibiru Pod, I believe. And mm-hmm. basically, the upload schedule's been a little bit whack, and so when it gets a little bit whack, I'll be posting updates there if I'm not super forgetful. Uh, otherwise. It's either you can follow at the Nibiru pod, and I think there is a um, Nibiru out of context uh, Tumblr, which uh, Carter runs, and it's just various Tumblr posts tagged with characters. Yeah, Um, it's um, it's, uh, incorrect Nibiru quotes.tumblr.com. Ah, yes. All right. It's It's a grand little place. And also, Andrew is not here this week. Um, unfortunately, we all love Andrew very dearly. And the left hand. The left hand in in story is off doing a mission for the organization that they came from originally. We will see how that goes. Um, that brings us to where we left off last week, which was Sua giving you guys a briefing where she explained that your next mission was you'd be going to these mech races happening 
on a planet at the edge of um, colony and Calestis space. And I can now with certainty say that the planet's name is Rofalo. And the, um, the city name, it, you're going to a city that hosts these uh, rally races called uh, Danaus. Uh, and you are basically trying to investigate and see how the races have become basically the primary source of income for this planet. And, you know, there has been a mass, an amassing of power around the races, and that seems to be a little bit uh, it is undermining, like, you know, government and bureaucracy in general on the planet, and they're worried it's going to spread. Your job is to basically find out what was ha what is happening, um, see if there's any way that you can maybe not fix it, but sort of, yeah, I don't know. Figure but out what's up. Figure out what's up is effectively what Sua told you guys. Investigate. And um, the races are happening a day or two from when you... So it'll take you about a day on a ship to get to the planet of Rofalo, and then it'll take you... Well, and then you'll have a day before the races happen. There are some differences in mechanics that I'm going to use for the races, and so I will be effectively giving you equipment to put on your mechs and also putting in some new rules when the races happen, including one of you will not be in your mech. You will be riding sort of side saddle or um, sidecar on someone else's mech. Ooh. Um, as a, um, a sort of onboard mechanic, because these things are going to be fast. There's not going to be a lot of time to stop and fix your mechs. They're going to be probably pretty damage heavy. And they are going to, like I said, they're fast, so they're going to rely on how fast you can keep going. And so hopefully... All things will work out, but today you are just going to see what you can find out, which we're going to zoom in on you guys leaving for the planet. You are in that same hangar. Your um, All of your mechs are loaded into the ship from before. Alimony, your ship is still at the back of the hangar, but you are now given permission to open and close it when basically... Uh, Sua or a security officer is nearby. And oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so anything that you guys want to bring up before you leave? Bring up like in character discussion or bring up like we need to like, would we Either like way. to describe anything? Um, like just, I think, do you I want think to I have, I have like a couple things, but I need, I need yeah. to like formulate them in my mind first. So anyone else can go first. Yeah. Do you, do you want your character? You could ask Sua anything. You could talk about any enhancements that you've made to your mic because you have gone up. A level, uh, or you can do that when you get into combat next time, or you know, just anything you want to say before you head out from the uh, 
Centralia. I have two things, but they're not Deltria saying anything. They're just two descriptions. Cool. Um, the first thing is that Deltria is dressed similarly how she was before. Um, there's obviously a case like on her back for her, like heavy armor. She's wearing the same kind of like you know big like kind of duster like jacket with a high neck. Uh, you mm -hmm. can see her. You can see her prosthetic hand. She's carrying something. She's carrying a, a silver like kind of fingertip to elbow length uh, cylinder, and it's got a handle on it that she's holding onto. Yeah, like I, I was gonna say that this is kind of like you're going away for the weekend, so you probably wanted to pack like a little bag. So oh, <laughs> okay. Sue would cool. definitely if if you didn't want to pack your bag, Sue probably did the thing that she did last time and was just like, I there are some there's some yeah. for you. Deltria has her carry backpack and then she has the cylinder. Um the second thing I was going to describe was uh Daisy Chain looks a little bit different. Uh the weaponry changes aren't that important, so that'll come up during combat. But uh noticeably now, um, whereas before it was kind of like not like wireframey, where you could where you could see like straight through the arms and stuff, because it was all just like pistons and joints. Mm -hmm. um, but like you could see through bits of it. Um, Daisy Chain now has slightly kind of sleeker armor on it, uh, but in between the uh, like armor plating, like the little cracks where you can normally see inside the uh, inner workings, uh, it's like it looks like there's like a vine, like a big, thick vine corded through the entire thing. It looks almost like musculature has been put into it. Ooh! It's, it, it, it's got this kind of, like, greenish, grayish color to it, and the texture looks like, you know, sinew and muscle. Fancy. Very organic looking, which is yeah. weird, considering it's not organic otherwise. I haven't put a whole lot of thought into it yet because I forgot to level up until today. But <laughs> Mads found a weird fucking rifle for her mech. And so she has that instead of a mortar now. It probably looks unusual, but no one knows what it does yet. Oh boy. Exciting. Just slap that bitch on there. Um. Well, Mads tried to tinker with it. And probably figured out at least how it fires, but not exactly the details. Fun. This is gonna be fun. Yeah, Fantastic. and so yeah, she knows what it does, not exactly oh, wanna... how it works. Fair. Any other upgrades anyone wants to talk about? I didn't want to talk about upgrades. Almoni wanted to go on their ship and grab a few. Sorry, uh, go ahead. I thought you were really quiet. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I started mumbling. I was like, oh shit, this is going to be so quiet. Um, Alimony's going to go up to Missua. Well, Alimony calls them calls her Missua. Now I'm, now I'm doing it in my brain. But okay, so first of all, Alimony is um, a little more awake uh, and uh, coherent, and they have been for like at least a week now. They tend to be a little grumpy. There's still dark, dark circles under their eyes, and you think at this point that it's probably not going to go away. Um, and um, they go up to Sua and Miss Sua. Yes? I have some things on my ship. Wait, are they on my ship? Can I go grab them? 
Sure. Um, nothing that'll blow up, please. Well, I would have assumed that you, you guys would take that away. They probably did, but you never know. They might have left something, but please just nothing that's going to blow up. Nothing super weird, I guess. Have fun. Okay, bye. And they go kind of just sprint almost over to their ship and almost give it a hug as they open the door oh. and um, then come back out with a tiny little backpack and that's it. Awesome. Aww. I want to know, how old is Alimony again? 25. Sua is younger than you, so it's very funny <laughs> to hear you say Miss Sua and she's just sort of like... I it's, would, a, it's, it's a respect a, thing. Yeah, I know. But she's like, I'm not ready for this level of responsibility. <laughs> um, I'm like babysitting a 25-year-old. It's just in the back of her mind whenever Alphony's, like, following her or being like, can I do this? It's like, I don't know, man, can you? <laughs> this, this was not in the job description. You're the adult no. here. <laughs> yeah, basically. So, any last-minute um, additions before I shove you off into space? Uh, I, get, I guess uh, everyone else did a description, so now I feel like I probably should, too. Um, Elian's got himself a little duffel bag. Uh, he's still wearing his uh, shades to avoid the attention that the uh, bright gold eyes would um, attract, but he also realized uh, on his last... <laughs> Uh, on his last mission, that maybe uh, dressing in full uniform made him stick out a little bit more. So he he is dressed more casually, which for him means that he is wearing uh, trousers and a button down, but it is not buttoned all the way up. Oh, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Scandalous. Are the sleeves rolled up? The sleeves are rolled up. All right. Well, that's and that's we see some ankle. <laughs> Can does he have nerdy socks? <laughs> he's, he's got little argyle socks. Yes! yes. Argyle? Argyle? In the argyle. future. Future Argyle. It's like it's God, he's like the he's like the color beige as a person. Also has <laughs> never seen Argyle before and is looking on those with a mix of like surprise and fear. Alimony <laughs> will go. Damn, you in your pajamas today, Alliance? <laughs> I... It just seemed that the full uniform wasn't entirely practical, Mix Pike. Right, so you just stripped all the way down, huh? <laughs> he doesn't have a response for that. He, like, opens and closes his mouth, like, four times before he just walks onto the ship. I mean, look at that! Look at... Got a button half undone? Oh. <laughs> you guys are so mean. That is out of character. That's not a lie I'm talking. That's me. That's, yeah, no, but that's really funny. Holy shit. <laughs> so it's the same sort of ship as last time. It seems that, like, each team has their own transport vessel. Um, and it's still got the um, little, you know, little um, seating area and then the, the cockpit, which Sue has informed you, in case of an emergency, you guys can pilot, but the autopilot's probably more efficient. 
um, as just as a, a side note. Mm-hmm. And... It sounds like foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, I di- I literally just wrote in my notes uh, Chekhov's autopilot. Uh, I didn't mean for it to be, but hey, <laughs> maybe at some point. Um, We've given them an idea. Oh no. We're on the ship, on the it ship. can be auto- it, it is autopiloted, but we can manual pilot if we so desire. I don't think you want to, is it? I'm hoping. If, if we so we need. We're good. Because if you guys crash on an on a abandoned planet and have to, like, restart society, I don't have maps for that. <laughs> um, How bad of pilots do you think we are? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> It's like going from like a car to an eighteen wheeler. So that's fair. Um, you don't I'm know like, how more, many eighteen wheelers like, yeah. Alimony has stolen. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're heading to Rofalo, which is the name of the planet. Uh, I do now realize it sounds like Buffalo. Uh, that it's not Buffalo, New York. I was gonna ask if it was like Mark Ruffalo. I just think Rofalo. Uh, no, it's it's well technically it's more like Rofalo. Rofalo. But I don't know how to. Like Rofa. Yeah. Rofa. R-O-P-H-A-L-O. Yeah. It's R- Yeah. R-H-O-P-A-L-O. Ropalo. Oh, Ropalo. Yeah, Ropalo. Ropalo. We just keep saying- Well, I mean, last time I literally accidentally changed the entire name of the planet, so this is a little- more of a step in the right direction. Getting there, Lucian. We're getting there. Uh, If anyone wants to do anything while you're on the ship, that would be fine. Otherwise, I could just... No, yeah. Mads is kicking it, playing on a tiny, purple, transparent Game Boy. Ah, that's cute. That's, That's very cute. I like that. Future Space Game Boy. Future Space Game Boy. Deltria will kind of lean down on the chair and take a nap. Mm. And then in exactly two hours, she'll sit back up. <laughs> and she'll start tapping. So, so, like... So, she, she, she's slightly more comfortable now, so she takes the jacket off when she's in here, and she starts, like, kind of looking over her uh, arm. Mm. Inspecting mm. the inner workings. That's fair. Um, yeah, and the left hand isn't here. Um, you noticed that before, even... You guys got the briefing. They seem to have disappeared from the, um, just from the common area as well. Um, the purple light that comes from out, out from underneath their door is no longer shining. So it seems like they have gone away for a little bit. Oh my god, is left hand dead? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Jesus. But. Uh-huh. Alimony is, um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Alimony is in that same little, like, luggage archway <laughs> shelf thing. <laughs> they just really like it there. So they're all curled up. And, they're um, custom. I forgot to describe the little backpack they have. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's like a tiny, tiny Jansport. Like, it's for, like, a, probably, like, a six-year-old. Um, but it's got a little, like, old ancient Earth rocket ships. Um, Aww. and little comets and stuff. Oh. And it, it's tattered to no end. There's like very uh, crude uh, uh, patchwork done, and and one of the straps 
is like half off. Uh, but uh, they are holding it tight to their chest, but also they are, they seem to be fiddling with something in the bag, but not fully taking it out. Mm. So, yeah. You know, I'm very impressed at how long that backpack must have lasted because I remember several times where I got a backpack at the beginning of a school year and then halfway through the school year, both of the straps broke off. Damn, what were you doing with your backpack? <laughs> it, it was a $15 backpack. That's so. okay. Just swinging it around at the other children. <laughs> it's that one fucking vine where the guy swings the backpack into the, like, the wall. No, it, it it was just a really <laughs> shitty backpack, but like still the backpack has lasted that long. Wow. Back in its heyday it used to be a really good backpack. It just looks so grimy now because it's been around for who knows how long. Yeah, I guess you guys you sit in a pretty comfortable silence, which I'm guessing you guys have kind of started to do on the regular, mm. just with the social area and that's being where the TV is. <laughs> So I'm guessing that you guys have started to sort of sit in silence more often together and it's not like a weird thing where you're forced <laughs> to interact with each other and like introduce yourselves. Now so, it's just like, we are roommates who don't really talk that much. The social pit works wonders. <laughs> the it's, conversation it's, pit. It's called a conversation pit for There's a reason. There's no conversing in there. <laughs> it's the silence pit. <laughs> <laughs> The well of silence, is that what we're calling it now? <laughs> maybe maybe as a joke, but the yeah. pit of despair. Maybe if as a haha. If you guys okay, want to might... refer Oh, I'm... you wanna say something? Yeah, I I guess I can have something on the drop ship, I guess. I mean, if you don't want to, that's fine, because I can just skip forward, but if you want to, go ahead. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um Mads jumps a little. And then puts the Game Boy, like, in her pocket and just goes, Choo. and then kind of looks over and sees Alimony and is like, so is that comfortable there, bud? Uh, yes. It's like, um, you ever, uh, hide under the bed a lot as a kid? Hmm? Did you ever hide under the bed? Not entirely, but I can see how it would be like that. Oh, I mean, when you're just, like, feeling not great, or, uh, you're, uh, when you're hiding under the bed, it's, it's safe, it's good, and it feels like I'm hiding under the bed. Hey, more power to you, <laughs> I guess. The laughter is out of character, I'm sorry. Yeah, just, I'm hi I am hiding. You have found me. Um. Deltrude nods her head sagely. Uh, what? What are you? What were you playing? Oh, oh, fucking real old Earth game, face. About a uh, priest that failed an exorcism a year ago and is going back to the dilapidated house to try and try again. What's a priest? Uh. Okay, oh, 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 wait. No, I know what a priest is. Never mind. Uh, uh, oh, okay, and yeah. They get up and they sit directly next to you and open it again. I want to see it. 
Oh, hey, sure. Can I watch you play? Oh, yeah, of course. You can play, too, if you want to. No, I like watching. Okay, yeah, sure, I'll play. She picks it up, restarts from the beginning. All right. There she goes. Can I I say that you do this until the ship lands? Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah, totally. Awesome. So I'm going to direct you guys. interested, but has, like, doesn't want to interact, so she'll just kind of watch from the side until we're done. <laughs> you got games on your phone? Um, <laughs> all right, can I direct you guys to the map that I posted in chat earlier? You yes. most certainly can. Awesome. So there yeah, is... Combat? I put it in combat, yeah. But, yeah, and so you will see the map for um, the city of, I think it's Denaus, is what I said? Yeah, Denaus. That's what you said. And um, you are landing where it says B, which is the spaceport. Mm-hmm. And so that is on the, let me put a little compass rose here for myself. I don't know, I don't know if directions are the same on this planet, but it's uh, to the northwest of the city. And as you land, um, sorry, northwest or that northeast. Okay, guys. No, I, I'm I, I'm not trying to tease you. I just needed a clarification. No, no, I I know, but my brain was just sort of like the thing is, I was like, oh yeah, northeast, and then I said northwest. So yeah, sometimes you gotta you gotta compasses are reckon- able. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta reconcile the fact that your brain puts different words that you want than what you want to say in your mouth sometimes. And it's so... Oh yeah. That happens to me all the time. But yes, yeah, so you are in the northwest of the city. You're actually a little bit far away, and um Nibiru has basically chartered you guys one of those little van taxis to get you into the city. This yeah. is like um I don't know. Have you ever been to the um, Baltimore airport where it's like you got to drive through an interstate to get there? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of like that. You're you're driving over highways and stuff, and um, what's not pictured on this map is that it's like there are suburbs sprawling out from this city and what have you. But uh, this what's is the landscape the, like. It's actually fairly cold, but um, it's got sort of a sandy tundra-y sort of feeling to it. Um, Mads knows this landscape pretty decently then. Yep. Or tight Um, landscape. It's it's colder than um, uh, Harris, I think, was the last planet you were on. Mm -hmm. So, and it's definitely colder than the uh, life support on the Centralia. Mm. Hope y'all brought jackets. Hell yeah, she did. Buster. Alliant always comes prepared. <laughs> Alimony's got this big black parka looking thing. And it's like, it's oversized to all hell. It's kind of like something some, I guess, Billie Eilish would wear, which is really funny. Uh, yeah. But it's open. It's just big pockets, big, down to their knees. But they're wearing platform boots and chains still. Of course. Yeah. Man's got like a like a bomber jacket. I feel Mad, like Mads like leather it. jacket has faux fur lining the insides. I love you guys and I love your fashion descriptions. But 
this is so as you guys get into this van and it takes you to what you guys realize is a hotel and um sua has sent you basically with a tablet to give you updated on like your objectives mm-hmm. and on it it says there are two rooms two people each and um basically the race is tomorrow and so you'll have to stay overnight mm-hmm. okay. i don't know decide amongst yourself who gets to stay where oh okay. there's two identical rooms so it wasn't assigned of... to us um can, no. I, can i do with uh, you okay just to preface nobody has to say yes to alimony but alimony goes right up to Matt and says i want to keep watching you play that game can we share a room oh fucking sure dude hell yeah Aw. Finger gun. All right, that means, I guess, by default, a lion. Me, a lion. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. And, you know, as you were sort of driving through the city, it's like, it's not huge. Um, It's not like a big mega city or anything like um, Alimony. It's, it's nothing like the cities you've experienced before. Okay. But... To us, it would seem decently big. It's This is effectively the city center um, that you're experiencing right now. And it's got, you know, tall buildings. There's, a, there's some, like, dual-story building where it's, like, sometimes you can't see the sky because it's, like, a platform has been built on top of the city. And then, like, more stuff was built on top of that. Oh, wow. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I think that's a pretty standard sort of... Sp- construction style these days just because there are things like hovering vehicles and like super fast elevators and all that stuff um and so god imagine the fucking stoplights (laughs) (laughs) omnidirectional stoplights um Mm. but there's a lot of ramps and stuff to get up to things because despite having flying vehicles you're not supposed to fly them too high. <laughs> They're more like That's, hover vehicles. Yeah, it's more like hover vehicles, but it's still sort of like you'll get fined if you're flying more than whatever many feet off the ground, and that's another thing you have to learn at uh, driver's ed now. Um, the Icarus Law. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really good. I'm sorry, I know my laugh is the hardest for you to edit. Actually, it's not. I think Andrew's is the hardest. Um, That should be the title of the episode. What, the Icarus Law? Yeah. Oh, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought it was going to be Andrew's the hardest, and I was like, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that to Andrew. He's not, even, he's not even here to defend himself. It's so mean. Um, Icarus Law. Oh, I like this. It's not bad. That might actually be a pretty accurate one for this because it does focus a lot on sort of racing and driving. Um, yeah, and so on the map, the hotel is labeled as E, so you're pretty close to the city center, and you'll notice that a lot of um, like billboards and signs and stuff are lit up for something called the Rofalo Rally X, and you can see uh, uh, a mech that's been sort of kitted out in a very, it's like white and red, and it's got a big, like one of those big um, 
flags that they that they wave at races. Mm -hmm. It's like very fun. Um, it's it's advertising for this race that you guys are supposed to be participating in. Cool. And um, you also notice that the streets of they seem rather empty on this level. And mm -hmm. yeah, but as you um, it's not a it's not a bad hotel by the way. It's not like they're putting you up in like a Motel Six. Um, it's just sort of mid-range, nondescript hotel. But yeah. I'm going to basically give you guys free reign if you guys want to investigate any of the areas on the map. There is the mech warehouse, the spaceport, uh, the spaceport, which you guys came from, but you can always go back and ask questions mm -hmm. around. Uh, the Saints Town, the Arthros offices, Broadcasting HQ, and then there's the hotel. Um, Arthros is the um, the the company that has been running the races so far. Just would that would be on your notes? Alrighty. Um, mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. So my my gut in, uh is to either check out uh, the Mech Warehouse or the Broadcasting Headquarters uh, because Mechs, that's probably uh, where like where your racers are at the very least storing uh, their supplies. Oh yeah, it's the mech warehouse um, is effectively like a garage for the racing mechs. So. Yeah, so there's probably like some people there doing last minute uh, adjustments and maintenance and stuff. Uh, and then there's the broadcasting headquarters. There's a race tomorrow, so there's probably folks getting ready for the big day there. Yeah, mm -hmm. Matt is interested in heading to the mech warehouse, see what they're up against. Okay. Dante would also like to go to the mech warehouse. Alamo will probably just follow, so... Yeah. As, um, on the map, the mech warehouse and Saints Town are very close together, um, as is where the start of the race is going to be. So just as a FYI. Um, you see nothing. Um, yeah, so it's there's public transportation. There's probably like trolleys and stuff, but you guys can probably walk that far. It's it's like a couple. It's maybe like a twenty minute walk. Not that yeah. far. Um, I I feel like you know, despite being a city of the future and so it's probably like packed full of very corporate stuff it's decently pedestrian friendly um lots of like blocks and not, it's it's not like there aren't sidewalks so but yeah you end up um a little bit outside of the city center at the mech warehouses um like, as you're approaching, you can kind of tell where you are just in terms of, like, sound. You can hear things being worked on. You hear, like, the sounds of rivet guns and uh, welding machinery and just people talking, but they're... Uh, just roll... Make a roll to see if you can understand these people talking. Uh, just a straight, straight roll for ten? 
if you have anything that could be added, go ahead. But I want to see if. Um... Are they talking about anything specifically? Do they have like a, a a unique language, or are they like talking about a specific they like have... field? It's not a unique language. I just I want to see if you guys can sort of parse anything because it's different than sort of galactic common. Oh, roll a straight um, okay. d20. I mean, word on the street would work, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay. Would read a situation work, or am I reaching? Mm, no, I don't think so. Alrighty. Okay. That's a 14! Fuck yeah! 11. I got oh. Four. oh. What do you get, Deltria? 12. Deltria, I would say that you would just by default get a 20. They are, um... Uh. They are speaking extremely fast in a way that you recognize. A lot of these people are, um, they seem to be like decommissioned rapid soldiers, aka Saints, which is why Saints Town is right next to the mech warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. Deltria took notice of that and said nothing, but took deep notice of that. Line, you already have a different way of speaking from Mm -hmm. everyone else. And so this. Imagine, like, just sort of Deltria sped up. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's like, very hard to parse. Um, Mads, you kind of... It's kind of similar to, um, like, shorthand code speaking that you would hear when people are working um, mm. on, on Delmere. And then Alimony, you've heard this kind of stuff in uh, The Great Drift, but not a lot, but enough yeah. to know that it's like some people from the colonies of the Empress have this sort of slang language. Um, language? Pigeon? Language. It's it's a pit yeah it's a pigeon language, language effectively. <laughs> forgot the word uh, forgot how to say pigeon language made the word slanguage instead. Um, <laughs> Small brain, pigeon language, big brain language. <laughs> yeah, and so you notice a lot of um, people who look similar to one another, and then you notice a lot of it's it's not just rapid soldiers though. There are a lot of people who seem to be lower income just living in this area and as you get closer and closer to what is effectively the set like the epicenter of all the action in this area which is the mech warehouse it's like these people are shouting at each other from like long distances and um it's just like a very active site of communication especially as a giant mech rolls past you and is like taken and like winched up into a place so they can work on something on it and it's just very active. Um, so yeah, you're at the mech warehouse. If you guys want to ask around, um, I've got my notes. You can ask whatever you need. How how big is the warehouse? Um, it's pretty big. I'd say about the size of like you ever see aircraft um, mm. like hangars. Mm. It's like that big. Is um, it easily walkable? Yeah, um, I'd say okay. you'd probably want to watch your step just because there's a lot of things happening, but it's it's not like you can't get in. Oh, it's yeah. probably open for a reason. 
Yeah. Mad Mads will just take a stroll around, easy going, looking at the mechs. There's a lot of um rather interesting looking mechs. Um like there's they, it seems like there are teams of mechs and they each have there are some that look pretty bulky, and then there are some that look super fast and lease. Um, I think that's how you say that. I don't think I've ever, ever said that word out loud. Live? Um, yes, that one. Live? What? Live. Oh, yeah, live. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you guys got it. And it's okay. There's, um, there's one at the way back that is painted in that white and red. And there are a bunch of people sort of rushing around working on that. Alrighty. Uh I wanna I wanna do a kind of vibe check. Um <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, that's the worst way to phrase it. Um I wanna roll Do you wanna read a situation? I wanna read a situation and I and I want specifically to see if like there's more like healthy competitive rivalry here or if it's like death threats. Mmm. All right. Like I want to see. I, mean, I want to try and uh, see the rapport they've got with each other. Gauge yeah. the temperature of the room. Yeah. Go ahead. Alrighty, that is. Uh, that's a twelve total. All right. So, um, you'll be you could the. The general vibe is this is the day before the biggest race yet. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't seem like anyone is, like, going up to people and trying to sabotage one another. Or even, like, like they're talking very loud, very fast, but it doesn't seem like they're angry at each other. It's more just like, it's more just like New Yorkers, <laughs> if that makes, um, if that makes sense. They sound angry at times but you can tell that they're not just because they have a sort of relaxed body language mm -hmm. but it oh. also but you've heard you've heard the fact that like people die during these yeah that's what that's why I was, that's why i'm kind of uh, uh shocked here yeah uh, they don't seem to be like enemies it doesn't seem to be like a um i couldn't like i couldn't care if you lived or died thing it's just can i make an assumption Sure. Is this a Fury Road situation? Ooh. I haven't seen Fury Road. I need you to explain that. I just, they're the, 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 the people who work for the, I can't even remember names anymore, but <laughs> McFeasting and all of them, they're like fucking crazy, but they're not terrified of dying at all. They like, they're like, it comes with the territory. Oh, like the war like, boys. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, well, none of you really seem, like, really know these people, but it does, like, do they're definitely- Do these people? What was the question? I said, do none of us know these people? Because you said they looked like other rapid soldiers. Is it, like, is, it, is well, there anyone Deltria the recognizes? Deltria doesn't recognize anyone in this room. She, uh, she identifies aspects of the language, and if we were going to start questioning, Deltria was going to kind of preface with being like, you know, kind of... Probably y'all need a... Talk is fast. Y'all need a <laughs> explainer for what some of them are saying. I'm here to help, but in I'm my, not going to catch mind, everything. <laughs> in my mind, it's a mixture of, like, 
so my family's from Newfoundland and I grew up, um, my grandma, she had a, she both had a, a Newfoundland accent and had a botched tracheotomy when she was younger. So her, her way of speaking was almost impossible to people who were not in our family. And I'm kind of picturing it like that. And it's just like, yeah, it's, it's different. It's so different than like, but if you've grown up around it and you know it, you can understand it. But otherwise you're like, I think I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't I also the baseline in... language, but this is also an entirely separate planet. So mm-hmm. things likely aren't exactly the same. I also wanted exactly to bring in the, the fact that um, that like I I I know for a fact that to a lot of people Newfoundland accents are impossible, and I wanted to sort of bring an aspect of that to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, generally Deltra, it's pretty recognizable to you. Yeah. Um, no. Like like literally like one out of ten words she might not fully recognize but she can she can translate just fine it's like slang from other areas basically and and that's like pretty common across like going to other planets and you're just like i'm sorry what did you just refer to a sandwich as Mm. i mean it's like like going over to the uk and like wales where it's like super really thick heavy completely different dialect but it's still english hmm Smack Barn Paywet. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Mm. Pay wet. That is good. Oh, God. Please do not remind me of Smack Barn Paywet. We had a date the podcast, baby. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's, like two, that's like from two weeks ago, too. Yeah, I know, but it never leaves my brain. And also, it was a very good example. It is. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. I will not say whether or not this is a Fury Road situation because you have not spoken to anyone. But you can tell that no one is at each other's throats. Okay. Yeah. Man, it's almost like we should talk to somebody who's going to do that. (laughs) Well, it's almost like we have to interact with other human beings. We're getting a good read on the max right now. Oh, yeah. But Um, we can also, yes, talk. There are eight sort of groups of mechs that you can sort of parse in terms of what you can guess are teams. And the one at the very back of the hangar seems to hold a sort of place of honor among them. And you could see that those mechs were the same ones that were in the advertisement. So they may have been, they may be common winners among, among them. Okay. Are there any mechs or teams that look particularly new? Mm. You guys? Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. But... We didn't bring our mechs, I don't feel like. True, but you guys are a new team. Um, I would say that there are... It, it seems to be, like, seniority going from the back of the hangar forward... Where okay. the new, the ones at the front are the newest ones, the ones at the back are like the older vic- victors. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a number of kind of up towards the front. There are about four kind of janky looking mechs. Um, they seem to be recently repainted and um, re- like 
it's it seems like they they are being worked on a lot like there was some, something wrong with these mechs but they're trying to get them up and and working fully before the uh the race tomorrow or working much better than they do normally all righty but yeah mm. this is a way like, out of oh go ahead sorry oh no you go i don't know as I, much what well no i was gonna say this is like uh this is way out of alimony's depth so they ah. are not um they are not going to take the lead in talking to anybody, especially since, like, they're aware of what the dialect is, but they're certainly not comfortable giving themselves the challenge of trying to process that when they can barely process, like, regular speak um, <laughs> or what they're familiar with. So, you know, they are not, they're hanging back and letting you guys do a lot of the investigation. Yeah, but, that's valid. Mads would kind of sidle up to one of the uh mechs or areas of teams whatever that's not one of the ones closer closest to, to, the, to the front, front. Mm-hmm. and she knows what she'd ask i do not because i don't know anything about racing or mechs i was gonna say mads might have a have a, a bit of an edge for talking in this area because this is like literally a mech hangar and mads oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. has yeah, good engineering stuff around the hangar mm-hmm. if, if, yeah. you, you might be able to like roll a skill possibly that's true i'm not i i i don't know i'm just like trying to think of things to start this that yeah, and, like same. generally offering to help to kind of gauge how that they might react to that maybe yeah mm-hmm. I think that's a good opening. Delta will shadow mads. Yeah, and I mean, oh, because there's like asking the general lowdown of the race. Yeah, yeah, I guess she'll just ask for the if they seem friendly enough. Ask for the general lowdown. Mm-hmm. Of the race, and we're new around here. Yeah, and she she's like, we need to get information, but also knows a little bit of like exposing yourself as the newbie might expose yourself to getting picked on mm-hmm. in the race. But that's fair. Um, I would say that. So there's that team that seems to be working really hard on their mechs, and they don't seem to want to, like, interact with people right now. But yeah. next to them, um, acro- across the sort of... There's probably, like, one clear clear area in the middle where people... Like, where mechs are being moved and people are moving, but there's no, like, supplies stacked up or anything. Mm. And um, they have um, four mechs... And they all on the back have like big eye spots painted, like on moths. Ooh, Ooh. interesting. um, You, someone basically notices you guys staring around and drops down from. You ever see? uh, It's effectively a swing that someone pulls up and down on a pulley to like. Oh yeah, 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 like uh. Never mind, I'm not going to say the analogy I was going to use. It's really nerdy. <laughs> I kind of want to know it now. No, yeah, yeah do it. it. 
It's what the flying monkeys use in Wicked. I guess. <laughs> um, it's it's like it's like old school um, like window washer sort of stuff. Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, it's there's like similar to the mech hanger in um, uh, the Centralia. There are metal pieces holding these mechs in place and like there's a mm. catwalk around everything and stuff mm-hmm. but there are a lot of pulleys in places just to get things up and situated if you want to like hold something and get underneath of it mm. uh, you know various winches and uh, lifters and what have you and someone drops down and sort of walks up to you guys dusting their hands off on some coveralls and goes uh Probably indiscernible for a couple of you, but just goes, you guys need something? Oh, hey, how are you? Uh, I'm all right. Uh, you need, you guys need something? Uh, we're, uh, rousing the competition. Oh, competition? Uh-huh. Thinking so, yeah. I mean, uh, well, welcome to the hangar. I haven't seen you guys around here before. Um, well, we got we got word from a, a bit a, a ways ago. We're from uh, the Great Drift has something like this, uh, but I, I I I was intrigued, so I rallied up a few of my buddies, and you know, here we are. All right, you guys are from a different circuit. That's fair. Uh, my name's Hawk. Um, this is my uh, this is my team. My uh, teammates are elsewhere. I'm just doing some final tuning on uh, the main the main uh, the main runner. Y'all, um, y'all are coming in quite late to just be finding out about. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Eh, you know what? I've seen worse. These guys. He gestures across the way. They've been piecing together stuff from like a bunch of broken mechs that they they said that they found or salvaged from somewhere. Mm-hmm. But hey, they you know what? You gotta. I'm just worried they're gonna explode themselves before they even get off the starting line from uh, how many rockets they're t- t- slapping onto one of these guys. When, yeah. when we were in the bar last mission, was it like this race specifically on TV? Yeah, basically the last race was on TV a month ago. Okay. And it seemed last race seemed to be the the deadliest yet. Um, oh, shit. But uh, these so Hawk is the name of this person who has been working on a bunch of moth-themed mechs, it seems. And they're just sort of like, I mean, if you if you want to know, the like, we're not going to win. We're going to see if we can make it through the entire race effectively. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Because, you know, even if you make it to the end, there's usually second or third place prizes aren't that bad. Um, way down there, uh, the Chrysalis uh, group, they're, they're going 
they've been going hard on every single one of these races and they've won most of them so uh, if you want to if you want to know stuff i'd say go down there and uh go see them but otherwise i mean welcome i oh, thank you what what's the general lowdown of this race we've seen it on tv and we like a challenge but it's uh it's definitely a place to let loose and uh let carnage fly a little bit. Oh, that, yeah, that doesn't sound um, too bad. You know, it's it's pretty great because uh, when you get insurance with uh, with the with the organization, um, what's fuck? What do I call it? I, I have to flip back and forth. My I had to go to my names group and I have to go. I should just put a I should put a sticky note in there. I'm gonna put a sticky note in there. There's a sticky note in there now. <laughs> Thank you for the update. Um, you know, once you sign on with Arthros, uh, you get insurance, and so usually, no matter what happens, you get compensated at the end of the day. Hmm, that sounds nice. You know, if your mechs blow up, if a, if a city block blows up, it generally gets fixed, and you don't have to worry about it. Um, otherwise, you know. Uh, we haven't, this one's a pretty, uh, it's got a pretty new sort of sitch. They're running it through the city this time. We've done a lot of stuff out in the desert, out in the tundra before. Um, never, never through the city, but, you know. Sounds kind of dangerous, but, uh, it's usually respectable. You're gonna need to watch out for traffic on this one. Ah uh, no, they they close. They're closing off the streets uh, on the lower levels of the city. Shame. Um, well, you know, there's 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 definitely going to be some uh, some setups from other other teams dropping mines and what have you, and we don't want to have to, you know, pay. They don't want to pay everyone's hospital bills. They just want to pay ours. Of course. But this yeah. insurance you mentioned was it uh, universal? Uh, no, it's it's with the uh, it's it's with it's like if you're doing the races with the uh, Arthros uh, comp company, mm. like a sponsorship. Yeah. It, yeah, it's like a sponsorship. Yeah, um, except we all have the sponsorship effectively. Okay, it's a, it's, it's more of a, a contract for the races. Is there anyone who doesn't? Uh, well, us, I suppose. Well, that's uh, oh, well, unless unless whoever your your uh, agents are put you under it. I mean, we should double check that. You might want to, because there's one day you're blowing up a space CBS, and the other you're in a you're in small claims court. So <laughs> I haven't blown up a space CVS in quite some time, but. Suppose it's, that still it's holds one of true. Little, it's one of the little things. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! Christ. Um, <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> Sorry. You said was, uh, yes. You said uh, it was in the uh, the lower levels that they're crossing. They're they're cutting off streets and whatnot. 
Yeah. So there are some. And how how does the how does the the local population feel about that? Is is it is it mostly uh, enthusiasts? I mean, generally, people are pretty proud of having a a, a sort of planet wide national sport. Effectively, um, they really like the uh, the carnage that comes with it. Usually, it's not them though. So I don't know. I don't know how people are taking it. Uh, there might be why, a little. Why now? Why, why? I I think I think Arthros struck a deal with the city government, and that uh, you know. Uh, money from ads gets to go directly to them at this point hmm. uh, instead of you know filtering through arthros first um but i don't know i'm just here because i need money i mean i think we all do effectively hey yeah um, that's fair i got uh i got a squad that i like to take care of and this What's is one the of the like? Hmm? What's the rules like? Oh, well, there are usually four to five to a team. Uh, there are either three or four defenders, and then there's one runner. Hmm. And the runners, they... Well, it's some... It's... There are four mechs in a team, usually. Sometimes there's three. But there are usually four to five people because there's two people in the runner who keep it moving as fast as possible because the runner's the only one that can cross the finish line. Um, the defenders, it's their job to stop other teams from blowing up the runner and getting them out of the getting them out of the race effectively. Ah, I gotcha. And so usually, uh. Runners are, uh, they got a dual cockpit with a sort of back hatch that the mechanic, if need be, can climb out of and sort of hammer things down, put hmm. uh, emergency rivets in, et cetera, et cetera. And then the others, they got to move fast, but they don't have to move as fast. They don't need the speed boosts. Like, towards the end, speed boosts are really important. Um, but... You know, uh, I'm actually the pilot of the runner uh, for our team, Mothman. Oh, killer. And, yeah, and then uh, Ram, uh, Rami is uh, is my mechanic. He, he's pretty good. Um, yeah, you know, we, uh, we're just doing our best, trying to make sure that nothing blows up. And, Anything uh, that's not allowed? Uh... No. Hmm. Yeah. Not, not that yeah, I have uh, tracks. Generally, when you're moving that fast, people don't like to say, you can't do that. That's fair. Unless, basically, the one rule is, is that the runner has to cross the finish line. It can't be one of the defenders. Oh, uh, yeah. But. Easy to remember. Yeah, I mean, killing, it's valid. Uh, generally, they don't like it when you stop and you get out of your mix and you have a fight, but I've seen that happen before. Um, <laughs> I've seen people throw fists out on the track. It's 
I mean, they're easy to pass, so <laughs> you see that? Just keep going. Um, Sounds good to me. And Hawk kind of goes, well, I'm going to get back to work. Um, if you have any other questions, I'd probably, you know, check out, see if anyone else has any other answers, because I got stuff to do. Sorry. Uh, it was a yeah, delight speaking with you. Thanks much for telling us all this. Before you leave, though, um, you mentioned the Chrysalis folks down there. Are they as friendly as you are? Um, I mean, yes and no. They're they're pretty hell bent on women, so they're probably not going to be like uh, telling you all the. If you said that you didn't know the rules, they wouldn't be telling you the rules. But they're not super. They're not. E they're not evil. Um, hmm. <laughs> they're well, just they're, they're, races. Yeah. Yeah, they're in it for for the 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 joy of the race and the in it to blood win it. and screams. Okay. And <laughs> Hawks says that and uh, turns on their heels and uh, goes back to painting, repainting the eye on the back of their mask, like a hawk moth. Wait, I don't know if hawk moths have. I, the, the I have no idea what a moth is. I'm gonna look it up. What? <laughs> Deltria. Honestly, Alimony probably doesn't know. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, hawk moths do have uh, uh, eye specks. Yeah. Not, 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 not entirely sure what a mouth man is, but I distinctly <laughs> think those two are eyeballs. Mo so, uh, moths are little dusty little flutterbugs, like butterflies, but browner. Sometimes. Okay. Have you ever seen a glow-in-the-dark moth? Well, lots of things glow-in-the-dark that I've seen. No, but a moth that glows in the dark. I I haven't seen a moth before. Yeah, I haven't seen any that glow-in-the-dark. Plenty that blend in with trees and snow, though. Trees. Most things don't like flying where I'm from. Pretty windy. Hmm. Yeah, I think lots of wind would make for lots of flying, but well, it's it's, it's the the stuff that's not wind going through, like the particulate uh, matter, yeah. sand, glass, volcanic ash, the usual. Yeah, that'd do it. Mm -hmm. mm. So we want to speak to these chrysalis folks. Okay, so you guys are heading down the. Um, the hangar area towards the end where the uh, team that the hawk chrysalis yes yeah was was uh, remind me was was back older or newer back was people who had lasted the longest effectively okay all right so old okay um yeah Anything distinct about chrysalises, Mac, before we get to the people? Well, there are um, there are four of them, which means that there are four def or three defenders, one runner. And they are... Basically, they've got racing stripes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. they're, they're painted white with red racing stripes down the, like... Going up the legs and like across the arms and like down the face area, mm -hmm. and um, 
there is someone who is sort of sitting and reading through a uh, like a maintenance log, on, like on a they got like a like you ever see wheelie carts and like it's got a there's like a wheelie cart and wheelie cart and reading through it and they there are a lot of tall people around here mostly because you can kind of tell that there are a lot of uh, genetically engineered soldiers mm-hmm. and this one is um kind of in the face as they look over it's like that's not that's got that's Deltrina's face a little bit there's like a familial resemblance and there's a, there's a furrowing of the brow yes it's it's sort a, of this a, a very heavy kind of wit like anchor nose yeah and uh but do they look as old as Deltria does no they look kind of younger and but they do make eye contact with you Deltria Deltria makes and eye contact with them you can notice the eyebrows raise and they go well as I live and breathe how you doing episode 9 Deltria Quinn how are you? How how have you not died yet, Nines? A Last I saw you, you were distinctly recovering from a knife through the neck. Oh, well, I learned that if you hide inside a giant robot, knives are really hard to get to you. Which, I know it's like a coward's game, but a lot more destructive power in a mech. Survivor's game, I believe, is the correct term. You would say that. You're gonna come down here. Or you're gonna keep talking to me from high upon far on your high horse. <laughs> and uh, they laugh and they go, "I missed you." Oh, who are these folk? You got a bunch of you got a bunch of your little little lambs following me around. These, these, these are my flock, Epso. Yeah, who's this? <sighs> Y'all mind introducing yourselves? This is an old friend of mine. Well, friend's a bit callous. Oh! Episode's close. We're family, basically. Oh, don't don't scoff. (laughs) And... Uh, Hey, well, nice to meet you. I'm I'm Mads. Nice to meet you, too. We Mm. work with Deltria here. Mm, Work buddies. Fun. (laughs) Never thought, uh, I thought, you know, with you getting off a uh, cron and all that, I never thought I'd see you again. It's kind of startling. thought I saw a ghost. Uh, I mean, it took some time, and it took quite a bit of effort and sweat and well, a lot of blood, actually, but uh, I'm sure you've Doesn't noticed. Matter. She'll kind of, like, stretch her hands out. Yeah, well, you know, doesn't everything. Mm. And so, Matt's... <laughs> And then she points to uh, a lion. What's your name? Uh, a lion. Uh, the hope is to keep your friends safe for a while. You sound real fancy. <laughs> That's fun. Um, looks over to Alimony. Uh huh. Sort of. <laughs> you, you seem like the company Deltria would keep. I'll be real. Um, <laughs> <gasps> is that so? It's, uh, I've kind of scruffy. 
Mm. You sound, I can't, you know, I can't tell if you're talking down to me or not. That's the hope. Um, and she <laughs> sets down. Don't the, worry, uh, Alamona. Epso's just looking in the mirror when it comes to you. Oh! Um, grin, she'll grin at Epso. And <laughs> Epso setting down the, uh, the little, the little pad sort of hits their light and goes, if, that, if anyone's looking in a mirror, it's you. Um, I don't think I look like either of you. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Um, you're not a clone. Well, well. Um, yeah. Sure. Uh, so I'm winning at first, but is now slowly losing that smile as she continues to speak. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it like what so the old Epso charm. Yeah. And she goes, So what brings you to uh my little slice of frozen over hill? We're thinking about racing, honestly. Pretty beat your ass. <laughs> okay, and then at that she just laughs. She like breaks out laughing and she goes, You know what? I'd love to see you try. I would love to see that. But, you know, competition, healthy competition, always welcome. I hope that uh uh y'all got your uh your paperwork in order and all that jazz. Paperwork, I'm gonna beat your ass. <laughs> Alamoni's literally just trying to get a rise out of her. I mean, it, she does not seem that bothered. I know, and but they want to annoy. That's fair. And she kind of looks at Deltra and she went, I never took you for the, the racing type. Well, you gotta make a living somehow, so. That's fair. I'm but, sure you're you know, well aware with that. Oh, I'm making plenty of living. I'm, I've won seven of these races so far. So we have heard of your you record. Personally, yep, I'm 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 in the runner. So oh, nice. So, you know, me and a couple of other, uh, uh, yeah, uh, kind of leans in and goes, "Well, I love." healthy competition. I just hope that if I blow your asses up, don't hold it against me. Because, you know, you, you sort of squishy types always seem to take uh, getting a limb or two blown off and uh, bad spirits. But trust me. Alimony, Alimony slaps their metal leg and goes, ain't no skin off my back. Or maybe it will be. Or off your leg. Um, That's true. There is no skin there. <laughs> but I just want to, I mean, you're welcome to try. I'm not giving up my title easily, especially not to you, Deltria. I didn't want to intimidate you, Epsa. I didn't want to bring up that I was going to be the runner. But if it makes you uncomfortable, maybe I could consider dropping out. She'll kind of you know like grin and wink. You know what? Go. I don't want you dropping out because I want to prove... I'm still better than you. It's been 10 years, Epso. This is still it's an been issue. 10 years, but I 
in that target contest, I did win. Mm-hmm. I'm just but saying. once we left and started fighting real people, the winning condition changed a little bit. All right. Well, I'm... And you kind of see... You, you see your nostrils sort of flare, and she goes, Watch your back. I'm going to get, yeah, get you. I'm watching with raised eyebrows like, Okay, whoa. And Man. she goes, Watch your back. I want to see how fast you can run. Who was a well versed in watching our backs, as long as a uh, better third ain't here with us. Hmm. That's that's. <sighs> Heard they uh, opened up uh, their little church thing going on. I'm sure it's something that we are real proud of. <sighs> kind of wish they came with me, because then it could be the you, and then we definitely won, even though we are going to win anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, she kind of pauses for a moment and extends a hand and just sort of goes, do you uh, want to shake on it, I guess? Make sure there's no hard feelings when I absolutely wallop your ass? Well, of course. Saints don't <laughs> kill saints. I'm just going to stick the hand out. And so, you know, it's it's one of those, like, forearm-grabbing handshakes. Mm-hmm. And, um... Epso yeah. does get a, get, uh, get, get a stronger shake in there than Deltria does, because Epso's still got their arm. Flesh bits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you can notice that their hands, sem- like, are trembling slightly. Uh, but you're not sure if it's out of, like, frustration or... Mm-hmm. Something else. Episode shakes a lot, but yeah. Yeah. I'm shocked. Yeah. It, it, it's noticeable. Deltria will take notice, but she won't say anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure if you said anything, there'd be absolute <laughs> denial. You um, just keep bringing it, it up. Yeah, and, uh, you know, absolutely, once they get a hold of, of your arm, they, like, ruffle your hair and Aww. just go... You know, I I don't know if you guys have a, a sponsors or anything yet, but in in the in the case that I do absolutely demolish you all and you have nowhere else to go, you know, we could always use a few extra mechanics. Okay, appreciated. Deltria like moves the hair out of her face. <laughs> uh, you know. Epso then, with a very sort of smug look on her face, wanders back, grabs the pad, and goes off somewhere. Probably goes up into the catwalks. And uh, Deltry, you could notice that she's definitely watching you as uh, as you're still standing down there. Deltria, you're way cooler than that. <laughs> Damn, you know, nobody's right. Um. Well aware of how much cooler I am than Epso. <laughs> Mads, count yourself lucky. You gotta introduce yourself fully. Yeah? Or, yeah. Uh, for for why? Jeff. Hmm? I'll tell you later. Don't worry. It's not but... important. Alright. Yeah. So Epso 9's a uh, 
prominent feature in Deltria's life, suppose, seemingly, is running with the Chrysalis Saints. Well, we may need to put in a little bit more effort than previously expected, knowing that episode is in. I might be a fooler then, uh, but um, she's no less talented. Especially your runner and all. I run on spite and vengeance, and I can assure you, we are going to win this because of it. <laughs> I appreciate the positivity. I think Alliance is just not sure how to respond in this scenario. Because, <laughs> um, uh, like, like with the way he grew up, uh, I don't think that, like, uh, friendly camaraderie always totally reads with him, so he's not sure if they've just been threatening each other. Uh, or, <laughs> uh, yes. Or is it, a little or bit of both. For time's sake, or what I think, it's a little bit of both. Um... I, I think he's more just trying to gauge, uh, like, Deltria's uh, reaction to them. Her. You could, you could probably, like, make, 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 uh, make a roll or anything. She's, she's, she's reacting in, like, a way, but if, if, if you want to get, like, a closer read on how she feels, you could. Yeah, okay, fuck it. I, I, I mean, a, I got you've a, got a. I've got a plus four to read a situation now, so fuck it. Hmm. Yeah, no, read a situation, Deltria being that situation. Delta is the situation. Oh fuck, that's a dirty twenty. Call me the situation. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, if you want to describe how Delta is feeling, I can't speak for that. Mm. Um, Delta is feeling like there, like the 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 first like layer of it is just like this overwhelming kind of like tension has been lifted off of her, which like wasn't really like noticeable exactly in the past because she, she she always appeared she, she just kind of appeared to be a tense person mm-hmm. um she tried she she tries to mask it but you can tell just in like body language that she's constantly like prepared for things mm-hmm. um she seems to almost have like let her she, she seems to have like let her guard down during the entire discussion with Epso. um but like beneath that like which is the the, the main body of it there's like this kind of really really deep old like hurt and it's unclear if, it, if, if, if it's, like, sadness at meeting Epso, or if it's, like, sadness due to having to, like... It's... It's seeing an old family member after they've done so much that, like, you knew who they were, but you may not know who they are. Mm. Oh, ow. Fuck, that's sad. And she's, she, she, she's kind of, like, struggled to, like, really relate, because you notice kind of throughout the conversation that most of the discussion... Was Deltria talking about the past and less so what Epso's doing now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. On the outside, Deltria's grinning. She's happy right now. Oh man. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think he's gonna try and uh, like call her out on that like now when she's clearly trying to project that like uh, she's cool, but. Uh... <laughs> We're sharing a room tonight, so I think oh. he's gonna remember. Oh, I forgot that. that. Damn. Oh boy. <laughs> I think I think a lion's gonna tuck that away for a later discussion. Mm. Put, it in, put it in your pocket. Yeah. So, is there anything else you guys want to do at the hangar, or uh, we met there there are other locations on the mask? 
Uh, yeah, on the I map. I think we should check out uh, some of the other uh, places. Yeah, un unless there's any more noticeable, like, uh, teams or mechs that we might not be able to talk to, but be able to, like, look at and be like, hey, they kind of stand out. I might try and look at that, but if not, yeah, we'll go somewhere else. Um, Probably wouldn't be a bad idea to head to Arthros offices. Mm -hmm. We want to get a sponsorship or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah do I just we have one? Is there a way for us to check that? So, on the file that Sua gave you, you are insured, but it doesn't seem like you have sponsors. So, Arthur's offices are not that far away, actually. It's a, a pretty short sort of dis distance. Um, about the same time that it took you to get from the hotel, it takes you to get to the offices. And it's this big triangular building um and it's like a lot of glass but it's got this sort of it, it's lit up the glass is lit up with like this sort of shifting rainbow pattern it's rather hypnotizing and you know as you go in there's there's a main desk there's directories and what have you um but you notice um on the directory, there are definitely like, there's a lot of like those big. Um, if you've ever been ever been to like a convention and they've got the really big tapestry stuff, like where it's like the big the big posters, the really really big ones. It's got uh, those, yeah. but it has the um, it's got the chrysalis saints mechs on them, which is the red and white mechs. No one has. I'm kind of glad that. No one's called me out on the fact that I made the mech speed racer colors, but I'm opening myself ah! up to that now. Well, we're not in the... I, I didn't want to say anything, but... I had, like, I, I listened to the description of the race and I was like, oh yeah, like speed racer, but I was saving it for later.